0: Hi, I'm Dr. Fred Silva of Arcana Laboratories coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas with another installment of Throwback Thursday. Is minimal change disease and focal and segmental glomerulosclerosis one disease or two? What is their relationship? Many pediatric nephrologists consider minimal change nephrotic syndrome now called minimal change disease, and focal and segmental glomerulosclerosis, FSGS, two separate diseases, whereas many nephrologists and investigators consider them a spectrum of disease patterns in which some cases of apparent minimal change disease are severe, unrelenting, and become FSGS. Although there are strong feelings on both sides of the issue, it is likely, in my opinion, we may not really ever know for a couple of reasons. One, of course, you never biopsy the same glomerulus twice. Two, the question of, is your biopsy representative? Are you missing an FSGS lesion? Because, as the name applies, the pattern of sclerosis can be quite focal and segmental. For example, if you have a 10% lesion, That is, only 10% of the glomeruli show FSGS. And if you only have 10 glomeruli in your sample, you will miss it, according to doctors Corbin and Schwartz, 35% of the time. If you have a 10% lesion and 20 glomeruli, you'll miss the FSGS about 13% of the time. And, of course, the concept of underdetermination, whereas the data can be used to support each theory equally We are often a top-down type 1 thinker, according to Kahneman's book, Thinking Fast and Slow. And our confirmation bias lets us see only the information that supports the way we feel and excludes the discordant data. Cognitive dissonance is not pleasant. Reasons put forth to suggest that minimal change in FSGS are just variants of one disease include... Number one, FSGS is often observed in patients whose original biopsy specimens showed only minimal change. Two, there are many similar clinical features in these two disorders. Three, negative or nonspecific IF is noted in either condition in early biopsy specimens. Four, boys are affected more often than girls in both conditions and five, experimental demonstration with pirimidin nucleoside induces what appears to be minimal change, and then eventually FSGS. Reasons put forward to suggest that they are not variants of the same disease, that is, they are two separate patterns, are number one, sclerotic glomeruli are identified early in the disease course of most patients with FSGS. Two, there is a greater prevalence of persistent hematuria in FSGS than minimal change. Three, poorly selective proteinuria with proteins coming across the glomerular capillary wall larger than albumin present early in the course of FSGS. Four, the difference in the frequency of resistance to steroid and immunosuppressive agents is striking in these two patterns. Not finding a glomerulus with FSGS in the biopsy, of course, does not rule out FSGS since the absence of proof is not the proof of absence. Therefore, having what appears in the first biopsy as minimal change and FSGS in a subsequent biopsy does not show that one leads to the other, but that it was an undiagnosed, unrepresentative biopsy of FSGS becoming, on the subsequent biopsy, a case of diagnosed FSGS. Clinically, as noted above, minimal change disease and focal and segmental glomerulosclerosis are somewhat different in terms of the frequency of hypertension, hematuria, non-selectivity of proteinuria, response to corticosteroids, and clinical outcome, suggesting to some that they indeed represent separate and distinct clinical pathologic entities. However, there is considerable overlap in the presence or absence of these clinical features, histopathologic and ultrastructural findings in the non FSGS glomeruli in FSGS are often not different from those with minimal change. These entities may represent overlapping diseases. Studies from ongoing experimental models and recurrence after transplantation may help determine the relationship between these two entities. It is likely that the most successive biopsies from transplanted patients with severe proteinuria, apparently following an initial biopsy of FSGS in the native, has helped clarify the issue somewhat. This is an excellent human model in which to study the natural history of FSGS. However, since we may never have enough glomeruli to know if the initial biopsy is truly representative or not, is a problem. And, of course, FSGS is a pattern, not a specific disease. That is a lake fed by many streams. Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes and Google Play stores. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, or visit us on the web at arcanolabs.com.